Time now for The Real Estate Connection with Stephen Thayard, a realtor and certified probate and real estate specialist. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or a seasoned investor looking to downsize, move up, or refinance, this program is for you. From probate sales to landscape design to home repairs and maintenance, this is your weekly look into all things real estate. Now your host for The Real Estate Connection, Stephen Thayard. Welcome back to the Real Estate Connection. Yeah, we made it. We made it. It's 2022. We got through 2021, and that calls for a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's try something better. There we go. That's right. We made it through 2021. We're into 2022. Um, we're almost a full week in, and so far, nothing's exploded. So, Let's hope that that trend continues. However, everything keeps rolling, including the real estate market and the economy. So on today's episode of the Real Estate Connection, brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership, we're going to look at real estate, inflation, and interest rates, because all of those play together in how the real estate market is going to turn out for 2022. Now, it's just the beginning of the year and people are already starting to talk about changes in the economy, uh, the Fed having to deal with inflation that's getting a little bit too out of control and whether or not they're going to raise interest rates and then how that's affecting the stock market. And all these things come together and uh, churn and affect uh, the psychology of buyers, which then affects um, sell, sales and then interest rates, if they go up, affect purchasing power. So we're going to touch on a little bit of all of that today on today's episode of The Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership. And if you do not want to miss another episode, send me an email at info at realestateconnectionradio.com. Again, that's info at realestateconnectionradio.com with your name and your email address, and I'll be happy to add you to the podcast distribution list, or you can just go and uh, add, your, uh, add yourself. You can find The Real Estate Connection on Apple Podcasts. You can find The Real Estate Connection on Podbean. Just type in uh, The Real Estate Connection under business on Apple Podcasts, and you should find a picture of a stereo um, uh, but uh, stereo, not a stereo, uh, an old microphone, um, and it has the real estate connection. I believe uh, it's been updated on Apple Podcasts to show the cowboy hat and the jacket as well. And if you have any questions regarding your own personal real estate needs, desires, wanting to sell, move, <clears throat> feel free to give me a call at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. I'd be happy to help you with your specific fact pattern. Um, to either get the most amount of money out of your home sale or help you buy your first or your next or third or fourth property or even that investment property you've been thinking about uh, that you've been procrastinating. Um, and maybe after you listen to today's show, you might want to move a little bit quicker. All right, so we're going to jump right into it. So I was reading an article um, today on, uh, I believe it was USA Today, and it was talking about uh, the Fed uh, uh, 
thinking about uh, raising interest marks. Uh, ah, I'm talking, uh, my brain and my mouth are going too fast. Come on, Steven, reset, reset, come on. Here we go. So, the uh, USA Today article was talking about the Fed raising interest rates in the first quarter of this year. Now, um, I've been told many times, and I will tell you as well, that just because the Fed raises the cost to borrow money from institution to institution does not have a direct one-on-one -on -one correlation with interest rates for borrowing uh, in uh, the real estate uh, market or for mortgages or loans. What, it's real, what really affects that uh, is the bond rate. Um, and I've done a show on that before. If you want to um, ask questions, you can uh, either contact me directly or look for that past episode or just do some internet searches on uh, the correlation between the bond rate and mortgage interest rates. However, the Fed is going to stop buying bonds uh, as much as they have been in the past um, in order to um, curb uh, inflation. Um, how that affects the bond rates, I haven't looked into that yet, but um, generally speaking, uh, we may see an increase in the interest borrowing rate for mortgages in 2022 in this first quarter as the bond market is being affected by the Fed not buying as many. Uh, and so with that being said, when the cost of borrowing funds goes up, um, you can uh, bar you'll borrow less money because it costs you more. Um, so you know if it only costs you a penny to borrow a thousand dollars versus um, five hundred dollars to borrow a thousand dollars, you're going to borrow less money because the cost of borrowing and holding that cash um, is going up. And then when that happens, buyer's purchasing power tends to drop. Um, so that buyer who could afford the million dollar house when the interest rates were at 3% fixed for 30 years and it jumps to maybe three and a half, four percent 4%, it may drop them out of that million dollar market and pull them down into the $900,000 range. And so you're losing buyers at different levels within the real estate market. And when there aren't as many buyers and there's not a lot of competition, then um, we're not going to see the price increases that we've been seeing over the, the last couple of years. So that's something to, to consider if, one, you are considering buying an investment property. You probably want to do that sooner rather than later so that you get a nice low interest rate and you can get out there and uh, get that accomplished. Two, if you are a buyer looking for your own personal property, you're probably going to want to lock in your rate now before they go up and go out there and shop and find that house as soon as possible. Um, if you're a seller, then you should consider getting your house on the market earlier in the year uh, so that you can take advantage of lower interest rates and uh, the pressure of pu pushing your pricing on your home higher because there are more buyers in the market because the cost of borrowing is lower. Okay, with that being said though, should you miss all of these opportunities and interest rates go up, it goes up for everybody across the board. So um, when you're not able to borrow as much money and you're gonna have to look for homes in a lower price point, you're not alone. There's gonna be groups of individuals doing this. And so what may happen is that instead of pricing going up so fast, it may start to level it off. Now, do I 
think that there's going to be in a bubble that pops and we're going to see a, a crashing in market value. No, I don't think that's going to happen. There's too much cash undergirding the system um, in the over the last few years. If you've been watching the real estate uh, news at all, you will have seen articles talking about people putting 50% uh, down, overbidding houses by $100,000 uh, and paying cash for homes. So if you have your in your in your house $300,000 of your own hard-earned money, are you going to reduce the cost of your home just because there's downward pressure? Not necessarily. Since you have so much equity that is in cash in your house, you will resist the downward push and hold tight to your pricing or pull your home off the market and, and wait for better times. Um, this will cause people who have to sell um, to maybe do a little bit more negotiating. Uh, you might have to do those repairs that you didn't have to do before. You may have to cover some closing costs or you may have to pay for um, wood destroying pest abatement, which we call tenting in the industry or for termites. Okay, so it will maybe shift the playing field in negotiating um, and you may, a good offer may not, may no longer be, you know, 15, 20,000, 30, 40,000 over asking. A good offer may be exactly the asking price and then you covering some closing costs. So it's a mindset shift that will take place in the marketplace. Now, um, real, real, real estate professionals who are in the industry see this happening and, and, and seeing these signs being painted on the wall and they start to read what's going on and we make adjustments in our minds very quickly. It will take a little bit of time for the marketplace to adjust. Um, since sellers are used to seeing articles in the newspaper talking about multiple offers way over asking, there will be a resistance uh, to the change. Um, and what will usually happen is the first um, event that takes place, you might see houses sitting on the market a little bit longer because sellers are going, I'm gonna wait for a better offer. And the real estate professional may be trying to inform them that that's probably the best you're going to get. Um, but people are used to the multiple offers and they'll resist. And then as the learning curve goes up, once people go through this process and start talking to their friends and family, um, then the word will spread like wildfire and you'll see an adjustment. That may take a few months um, because real estate is um, not something that sells overnight. Um, you, you usually tend to take a few weeks to get your house ready for sale. It sits on the market for a bit. Uh, you review some offers and then it takes 30 days to close. So with that being said, even in the first iterations of these cycle changes, it may be uh, maybe three months, maybe four months before it becomes a stable new trend. But this is just what I'm seeing uh, that makes common sense to me if you have interest rates going up. Um, and the cost of borrowing money goes up as well. If you have any questions about that for yourself and you're thinking about selling or you're thinking about buying and you want some insight for your specific fact pattern, give me a phone call, 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. Stephen Thayard, broker owner, Good Patriot Realty, uh, California DRE number 01700019. It's on the screen um, and I'm repeating it right now in case you're not watching just so that it's in the show as I'm advertising for services. Okay, so inflation, how could that affect the market? Well, it's already affecting uh, market because 
a discretionary income, which is that extra dollar that you have at the end of the day after you pay your utilities and your, your rent, car payment and things of that nature, um, after you've paid your bills, there's a little bit left over usually. Um, if you're if you're blessed, right? Um, some people are living pretty tight, but those who are doing well, they'll have a, a gap of extra money. They're going to use that for entertainment, investments, um, savings, um, other things. They get to make choices about those dollars. But as things increase in cost over time, then it starts to eat into that into that discretionary income. And it takes longer to save. It's harder to put money away because you don't have as much of it as you did in the past, which could also slow down the market. Now, during the pandemic, that number started to grow as far as discretionary income was concerned because people were sitting in one place. You weren't traveling. You weren't putting gasoline in your car. You weren't going out to dinner. You weren't doing anything. You were just sitting at home watching TV. So if you were still working, like in the Valley, um, you were still working then um, and, re and receiving a, a solid paycheck, then that amount of savings was starting to pile up pretty quick. And the real estate market uh, saw that effect um, as through the pandemic, pricing for houses went way up as people were looking for more space for them and their for uh, people in their family because everyone was living on top of each other. But now as the, you know, the pandemic is waning um, and people are going back to work and we're seeing inflation and interest rates going up, then we're eating into that discretionary income, which means that might mean less buyers in the market. And again, with less buyers in the market, if there are if inventory goes up, then sellers are competing with each other for a smaller pool of buyers, which could uh, see some slowing down in price growth in 2022. Now, what I didn't touch upon back on the interest rate section uh, is that with the Fed. Uh, talking about uh, increasing interest rates, it's having a negative effect on the stock market and in tech stocks as well. So those of us who are in Silicon Valley who um, have the real estate market tied to the, to the tech stocks, because a lot of people out here will take uh, their stocks and cash them in and use it for a large down payment on a house, which fueled the fire for increased uh, prices for housing out here, if you're seeing stocks start to come down, then there's going to be a hesitancy as well for buyers who are using their stock pricing uh, to cash out and buy homes. Um, for instance, uh, about a year and a half ago, I was working with a buyer um, and they were looking at a $2 million house um, and they were trying to time uh, the dollar amount of their stock price at the top. So when they cashed out, they got the most amount of money and they had to sell the least amount of stock in order to get it, right? I mean, because everybody wants to do that, right? If you have an investment, you want to sell it at the very tippy top uh, so you can get as much cash out of it as you can. And if it's in stocks or crypto, uh, which is the new term of the day, cryptocurrency, you want to sell it at the high for and sell as many as little stock as possible, as little coins as possible to get the most amount of money. And that's what people are going to do. Now with stock prices dropping, then uh, there may be a let's wait dear until the uh, price goes back up before we cash out and buy a house, which could bring pull buyers out of the market as well. So again, with the interest rates, there has a double effect on the stock market and also on the cost to borrow money uh, potentially as the Fed stops buying bonds. Now, 
we've covered that. We've covered inflation. Uh, what else did I have on my title as I double check right now? Uh, real estate inflation to higher rates. Okay, that's it. So um, again, as we are moving into 2022, we have to consider interest rates and we have to consider inflation. With interest rates, um, the Fed has signaled that they will raise the rate and that they're pulling back on buying bonds. This is having a negative effect on the stock market, uh, particularly some tech stocks. And if you're in a heavy tech area where uh, buyers are using their stock to purchase home, that could pull them out of the market. Um, if the bond market shifts and the cost of borrowing goes up for mortgages, then we have less buying power in the market, which means that you're going to have buyers that can afford less, which means they're going to have to shift their focus to less expensive properties. Um, so the luxury market may take a hit first and you may see a push down into uh, more middle tiered housing values, uh, maybe in the 750000 dollars $900,000 range, at least in Northern California uh, and wherever that middle tier range is across the United States as people dial back their purchasing power and start to look for less expensive homes. So if you have a home in that price point, you may see more activity and maybe even a push on pricing. Now, what I didn't cover, ah, came to me, came to me before the end of the show. What I did not cover is that we still have low inventory. So that's the equalizer, right? So you have two, you have two forces, inflation and interest rates pushing pricing down, but you have an opposing force, which is low inventory pushing back. This is what's going to keep us from going one direction or the other direction really hard is the lack of inventory. Even though rates will go up and even though inflation is there, um, there's still not a lot of uh, houses to buy. Um, back in the last uh, bubble breaking, we had uh, a, a different approach that came out of that uh, by builders. And now they build um, a couple, they build model homes and then they announce a first phase and people come in, they buy those all up and then they build them. Before, they used to build out a community and then sell it. When the bubble burst, they got burned. So now we have, uh, now we have building, uh, in, uh, housing supply, building supply low. And it's been low for a while, and it's going to take them a long time to catch up. So with there being a shortage of houses being built and uh, not enough inventory on resale property, we have that pressure coming back up against interest rates and inflation because, again, if you only have one apple available for sale and whether or not you had 50 people trying to buy that apple, but now it's reduced to 25, you still have 25 people trying to buy one apple, which means the price of that apple is going to hold and it's still going to be expensive. So that's the great balancer of all of this is inventory. Now, if we see a glut of inventory, then we'll have to redo this show and uh, read, readjust uh, expectations. But right now, we still have a, a low supply of inventory and it should push back. That, that means, we, like I said, we're not gonna see a downward spiral or downward push on housing values coming down. We won't see this plane that's going vertical anymore. It will level out and still be moving, but not up as high as it used to be. So. You may want to adjust your expectations out there if you're a seller. If you're getting full price 
um, and they're not asking for anything for, uh, for closing costs or no repairs, you're getting a good deal, fair market value. And if you're a, a buyer out there um, and you're trying to push the envelope and you're losing out on houses, that tells you that there's still enough competition in the marketplace that says that you still need to put your best foot forward. You may not um, have to overbid so much, but you still need to put your best foot forward. Now, if you see a house sitting for a while, absolutely test it. Test it, test it, test it, test it. See what that pain threshold is for the seller because um, sometimes you have sellers that um, haven't been listening to the advice of professionals and they're trying to too, get too much out of their home and it'll sit. And unfortunately, when a house sits too long, you start to lose your reasonable buyers and you start attracting those who are looking for a deal. And they're not afraid to uh, put something in low just to test where your pain threshold is. Um, so it's very important sellers not to overprice in this market. Pricing is essential to make sure that you get the money out of your home because equity doesn't mean a thing unless you can convert it into dollars. Okay. All right. One more thing. Crypto's taken off. I still have not seen anyone buy a house with crypto, straight crypto currency. However, um, I hear rumors out there uh, that people are creating platforms and they're working on laws. Um, in California, we have a law that says that you have to use um, uh, 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 fiat money, so to speak, in order to buy um, a home. Uh, and so unless the, some of these laws get changed uh, in the United States and various states, you still may be looking at, hey, I made a killing in crypto, but I have to convert that back to fiat money, U.S. dollars or if you're in another country, that country's currency before you can purchase the home and you still will need to be able to trace back the source of your income or where the money's coming from um, so that the federal government can see that you're not a crook or, or, or a, um, an organized crime person. So um, with that being said, if you have any questions about your particular situation, um, about your particular fact pattern, about um, getting your home on the market or getting into the market this year, whether it's a first time home, move up, move down, or investment property, feel free to give me a call directly at 408-472-0817. Again, 408-472-0817. My name is Stephen Thayard. I am the broker owner of Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership, and also Good Patriot Realty sponsors real estate, the Real Estate Connection podcast. So thank you, uh, Good Patriot Realty, for doing that as well. And I invite you to give me a call. And let's talk about it. Um, let's get a plan in place uh, to either get the most amount of money out of the sale of your home or to get you into your property, whether it's to live in or to invest in with the least amount of problems and the smoothest way possible, whatever the market may be. And as I leave you, I leave you with this. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. And may you be safe, healthy, and prosperous in 2022. And we'll see you next week on another episode of the Real Estate Connection brought to you by Good Patriot Realty, a salute to home ownership.
This has been The Real Estate Connection with Realtor and Certified Probate and Real Estate Specialist, Stephen Thayard. Licensed Cal BRE number 01700019. For more information on this program, visit realestateconnectionradio.com. To contact Stephen directly, call 408-472-0817 or email info at realestateconnectionradio.com. And be sure to tune in next week at this time for The Real Estate Connection.